Before we get started, everybody, I just want to say thanks again for checking out this new podcast with Cody and I. Just wanted to say, you know, just be mindful of the audio for this first episode. is a little bit off. The mics didn't sync up correctly. I do apologize. But give us another chance. Next week's episode is going to be even better. All right. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new podcast uh, featuring your guy, Rich, from the old RPG After Years podcast. Uh, Came out of retirement and now launched a new one with my good buddy here. Uh, Hi, this is Cody. Uh, Used to be on a podcast way back in the day called The Comic Boot. Would not be surprised if none of you knew what that was. (laughs) Uh, But happy to be doing this again. Great. So... The, the name of our show is uh, quite interesting, actually. Um, it's uh, Two Guys and a Beard, uh, the video game podcast where we talk about anything really gaming-related each month when it has a theme. But uh, with the really fun twist, though, I had for it is the third host, which is a beard. Uh, it's because Cody here has a magnificent beard. and I don't, It's not that magnificent right now. I need to do some upkeep. I think it's magnificent. I don't have one. I'm jealous. And uh, yeah, that's that's what I liked about it. That's why I wanted to name it as the podcast. I, I'm not complaining. I think it's funny. <laughs> I may reference it here and there, um, you know, with my lacking of a beard. And you have a glorious one. So. Well, I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> um, okay, so guys, what we really want to do is talk about what we're going to be doing with the show. Uh, the main big thing is going to be we each month there's going to be a theme for this show um and then for that entire month we're actually going to be just talking about that theme um and there's going to be a game that we're going to be playing for that month that um is going to be directly correlated to that so cody what's what's our theme this month uh it's a bird it's a plane it's superhero games would that be Superman? Uh, could be. Um, our actual <laughs> game this our game this month is Gotham Knights, but we're gonna be talking about all game superheroes uh, as the genre. And you know, funnily enough, within that genre, there are many subgenres. Um, so we're gonna probably get started with that talking about within that. So I mean, you have your basic superhero games, you have your beat 'em ups, you have your Side scrollers, you have 3D, you have what RPGs, action adventures. I mean, they all kind of go together at some point or another. Hmm. I mean, that's true. Yeah. So, before we get into that, let's do a little bit of plugs here. I think um, we should probably talk about where they can find us. Where where they can find you at, Cody? Uh, you're gonna find me on uh, Instagram at Waka Flocka. Um, that is with two Ks instead of CK because you know I, I kind of couldn't steal Waka Flock Flames. Um, shout out to my dude. <laughs> Being said, um, you can also find me on Facebook at Cody Walker. It's going to be boring teacher stuff, unfortunately. But um, and on Twitter, I oh no, it's X now. I'm sorry, it's not Twitter anymore. There's the bird. Oh gone. no, um, I can't remember my handle off the on Twitter, <laughs> but I'm on there. I do exist. All right, so you're on the X. What you can actually find the show on uh, on the X. I guess it's going to be weird to say that. Um, you can find the show at Two Guys and a Beard. Or actually, I'm sorry, Two Guys and Beard. Because somebody apparently has the Two Guys and a Beard handle that I can't find. I mean... Sure. Whatever works. <laughs> you can also find me at HailBlue1569, where I do talk about a lot RPG-related information. Talks about um, retweets of the old show that I was on, um... I do believe the old show is still going on. It is called the uh, RPG Years, which is run by Matunica, a.k.a. Bill. That show is still going strong. If you guys want to check that out, definitely do that. There's probably over 300 episodes of myself on there. Um, but now we've kind of branched off, and we're going to do this fun thing because I think going with a broader game gaming is going to be much better. Um, so with the plugs out of the way, let's get into our topic. Okay, so like we said, superheroes is the uh, the topic of this month's discussions. And, you know, 
I could go deep into the history of it, but we all know superhero games kind of started with our side scrolling, you know, our retro RP, not even RPGs, I'm sorry, our side scrolling 8 bit, 16 bit beat em ups. I mean, I wouldn't categorize any of them as a shooter. Um, and I, you know, my personal experience, I think my first superhero game might have actually been the late 90s Spider Man on PlayStation. Really? Yes. Uh, oh. I played that game religiously, almost had every character unlocked. Uh, I probably pumped more hours into that game that had PlayStation recorded my hour logs back then. Would have probably shocked a few people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you played this when you said Spider-Man? Uh-huh. Okay, the PS1 version. Um, my first superhero game probably would have been thinking really hard and i'm looking at your poster right there on your wall here i want to say it was a power rangers game Ooh, the one on super nintendo yes no no i'm sorry sega oh so i do remember with my brother playing that game and then i did play in the super nintendo ones like the wolverine game the spider-man versus um carnage carnage i think was one of them spider-man venom maximum carnage there you go that's the name so uh, we don't have a really history of the of the the genre itself, but we're just going off of like what we did when we were kids. Um, when it comes to the superhero genre, so I mean, if you've got history out there, guys, that you you have, please share it because I feel the superhero genre has gotten kind of a heat, like not been the best. There was definitely a period of time. I mean, we can't we cannot stress enough some of how horrible some of the movie adaptations <laughs> were. That being said, there were some great men, some great ones. I think some big standouts within that were definitely uh, the it was Spider-Man Two, the movie game from uh, PlayStation Two. Okay. Uh, huge open world for one of the first times with a superhero game. You the web swinging at at that time was phenomenal. I mean, obviously PS4 has surpassed it, but I have to give that one a shout out for sure. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight, or not even Arkham Knight, sorry, Arkham Asylum was a huge standout. But then you had these horrible game adaptations like uh i think a big one that stood out to me sadly enough was the first spider-man movie game was not very good (laughs) um i know it seems like i'm a huge fan of spider-man that's just he has a lot of games just like he has a lot of movies um i think he's the biggest uh he's one of the biggest superheroes in the world i think he's also the one with the most games Yes, because uh, Superman is next to impossible to make a game for. Um, they tried on Nintendo 64, and it was terrible. Oh, my God. That was the worst thing ever. Um, I think I even played it. Superman 64? Yeah. That had potential when they were probably con- uh, doing like conceptual of it, but then once they started doing it, it just fell apart. Yeah. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was pretty bad. Um so I was talking to my wife about this, and she brought up a really good one. It's not a movie adaptation, but um, it's one of the first ones that I can remember where you got to be... The roster was huge, and it was uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance back in, I want to say, the early, mid-2000s. I mean, she still has it on the Wii, of all, of all systems, still has it on the Wii. But like the fact that there was... I think there might have been... 40 plus characters i could be wrong but like you could make a team out of just about anybody they had yeah i think you're right wasn't that part of an arcade game at one point it might have been i know was the first ones that they did that i know uh i so when i was a kid the arcade the x-men game we cannot Mm -hmm. forget about that one that was (laughs) it was four players and whoever was unfortunate enough to be stuck as dazzler just had to deal with it (laughs) oh (laughs) Uh, yeah but your boy was always uh i think it was wolverine or Colossus, I think, was one of the other ones. I was never Dazzler. I just want to point that out. I never had to be Dazzler. So that game was actually, I I do remember this very specifically, when my grandmother worked at Walmart, that cabinet game was at Walmart outside the doors back when Walmart was like... The weird creepy hallway thing? Yes. Yes. Yeah, and they also had, it was like the color of it was brown. Walmart used to have a brown color to it. Oh, yeah. Back in the 90s. Um, So I do remember playing that game like that but can you honestly say that they've done any movie adaptation adaptations of any of the superhero games well uh you mean like where the movie adaptation has been like better than the movie or the game has just been good um i want to say let's start with this one first the movie came out then the game came out the movie is better the game was crap oh uh 
I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Batman Returns movie phenomenal game not that great. Was that the Super Nintendo one? Yes. Okay. And I was not. I was born, I think, when the movie came out, but I was like two, so I'm not coming off like I got it when it was brand new. I was two. Um, but I played it when I think my buddy had it on Super Nintendo when we played it, and it was it was bad. It was really bad. I think what they did is they tried so hard to encapsulate like all the the drama and the the action from the movies into these games when the systems were like the Super Nintendos and whatnot. They didn't have the power to do that. They were all side side scrollers and they were just trash they were that being said super nintendo also has some of the better like comic book adaptations and that's the big thing there with this genre early on the movie adaptations were kind of garbage and the the comic book adaptations were amazing and it kind of continued that trend up until the 2000s with spider-man 2 and uh, a personal favorite of mine not that it was a great game but i liked it was uh batman begins i thought that game was great the movie was good too there was a game with that? Yeah, there was a game. What? Yes, and it was actually pretty decent. Um, so movies better than the game for sure. Batman Returns and uh, the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. And I would also probably say Spider-Man 3. I think that game was actually kind of trash, but the movie movie was also kind of trash. But, you know. <laughs> okay, so they, we, we talk about those games and then the movies come out. Then we talk about the comic book adaptations, but the most recent one that, that comes to mind is the Marvel Spider-Man from Insomniac. That, ooh, that's a good one. So those games came out, or that one came out, out of left field from Insomniac. I don't know if anybody knows, um, Insomniac has been recently purchased by Sony probably a couple years ago after the success of Marvel Spider-Man, and now they're coming with a second one. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for that one. So... What kill what what doesn't kill me, but what surprised me with Insomniac is to think to know that they came from Ratchet and Clank. Oh, <laughs> they're the creators of Ratchet and Clank. Okay, and Resistance, if you remember that yep. game series. Yep, I do. And then came out the gate with Spider Man and just destroyed. Like that game, the web swinging is so intuitive, it's so precise and so perfect. And then they did Miles Morales. I don't know if you mm-hmm. played that one. But oh God, that was a good one. It's short, but it was phenomenal. I mean, and my wife is a gamer, but not a huge gamer. But she got engrossed in that. That was my Christmas present, and she beat it, I think, like, before I did. <laughs> and she stole it from me. Essentially, but we 100%ed both games. And, like, mm-hmm. it's not that it's super hard to do, but it's the fact that those are the first games that I can think of that both of us did it because it was that good. I mean, when you play Miles Morales, when you watch his web swinging because he's not as good at it yet mm-hmm. in the story you can see him kind of jerk around and like sometimes he gets a little afraid. You can watch his body twitch and it's not because it's a glitch in the game. It's they programmed him to act kind of afraid to fly really fast through the air, even though he is Spider-Man and can, you know, fall from a great height and be okay. And I thought that that was just this really random, unique touch that probably many other developers wouldn't have worried about, but they're like, we got to get this right. And they did. And it's so much better for it. I did not even notice that. I did. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, and I do. I do remember seeing that, but I never really connected the two on that mm-hmm. with Miles. Um, that was a short game. I wish they had done a little bit more with it, or at least created a DLC for it. But I mean, I, I liked it. I thought it was great. It's a great connector between the first one and then now the second one because you've got them both in there. But um, how do you feel about them changing Peter's look from the first game? Oh, and then they remastered his first look. Nothing. There was nothing wrong with his first look. Thank you. And they Thank you they decided to come out with weird mutated Tom Holland. Yeah, that is kind of what he looks like. <laughs> and but so I do agree with you. I'm stoked for two. I even think I have it pre-ordered already because I think GameStop finally got that part in. But yeah, uh, you know the big thing with it is is it's not only that you get to play as both of them. It's that from my understanding you can switch between them. Okay. Well, so as you're in combat, you can hit a button most likely and, and swap it. I would assume, I don't know on that for sure, <laughs> but what I would love is couch co-op where, or even online co-op where you can, one of you is Peter and one of you is Miles, but like couch co-op, you're on the same screen, but maybe at online, let's say Peter's doing one thing, Miles could be off doing his own thing, but it still helps progress the story. Like That's an interesting concept. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a brilliant idea will they do it i don't know i'm I'm not insomniac you know it's going to be a great game either way i feel hmm 
Okay. I didn't think about that. I mean, that's going to be a good one. Now, we've also seen reports of them coming out with the new Wolverine game that Insomniac's mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. Nothing's really been said about that, though, right? No, because Spider-Man 2 is the main focus with that right now. And then okay. once that comes out, then they're going to shift, I think, more to Wolverine. Wolverine's going to be good. Now, when we talk about Wolverine, we have to talk about this game. And the reason is, the movie is hot garbage, but the game is actually insanely good. Hold on, before you say it, I think I have a guess what the game okay. is. Wolverine Origins? Yes. <laughs> the movie is so bad, but the game is actually phenomenal, and yes. it's gory and brutal. It's a rated M game for yeah. a movie aimed at kids. I didn't know it was rated M, but I knew that it, it was like violent like, yeah, and magical. Can, like, cut people's heads off, or I think. <laughs> it's, it's, I could be wrong, and it's been a while since I've played it, but the game, phenomenal. Same with The Punisher. The the 2004 Punisher movie, mm-hmm. the movie's okay. The game, amazingly good, but also does have kind of controversy because the Punisher can interrogate people by waterboarding them. Like that's a, there's a scene in the game where you do that, and I, well, I'm not saying I condone it. What I am saying is that the game itself, other than that little bit of controversy, is a really well-done, polished game. <laughs> It so kind of plays like Max Payne. Okay, so you're all for that, but not the waterboarding. Just make sure we're clear on that, right? Yes. Okay, don't waterboard. Don't okay. waterboard. Okay, so that that's going to be a good one with the Wolverine um, game. And I have heard that they're doing a Black Panther one, and they're doing an Iron Man one. I don't mm. know if it's from the same studio, though. See, I don't know, because whenever you overload a studio like that, like Insomniac, they did all those Ratchet and Clank games, and they took a break for a while, did Resistance, and Resistance was good. And then they came back, and they're like, okay, we're going to do more Ratchet and Clank. And those games have been phenomenal from what I've heard. I haven't played any of them, but I've heard they're very good. And it's for me, it's the idea of, are you going to overload them, or are you going to have other studios do the other thing? Because Sony doesn't just have Insomniac. Honestly, if you're going to hand Black Panther off to somebody, I could see like Naughty Dog. Oh, I think Naughty Dog is one of those studios that, and I'm not going to go off on a tangent about their games. We all know they're great. It's Naughty Dog. That being said, I feel like they could do that story. And it's not that they couldn't do any of the other stuff, but like Black Panther would be very cool for Naughty Dog. So you're thinking that maybe they take a break from Last of Us and do this one? Yeah, because I don't know that they're actually even working on a three right now. No, I don't think they are on that one. They're, I, I was kind of hoping I need to finish the series for the Nathan Drake stuff. Because they make that, too. Yeah, they're done with those. Okay. I, I could have sworn I heard they were doing something more with that. But, yeah, that that would be good. Now, we can also agree that a certain studio should not be doing any of the superhero games anymore. Can you, can you imagine what I'm talking about? Uh, no. I love the company. Is it Square Enix? Yes. <laughs> I love that company to death. But, man, they shit the bed when it came to Marvel's Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> I picked that game up. I, I think I have it on my PlayStation, and I had not touched it. But I picked it up the other day on Steam because I got a Steam Deck for six bucks. It has everything with it, everything for six dollars. Okay, so I overpaid. <laughs> I still overpaid. That game's campaign. I can't stress this enough. The campaign is actually an insane amount of fun. Okay, I really, really enjoy the campaign of that game. Is it a little Miss Marvel heavy? Yes. Is she the worst character? No. She can literally make her fist grow and punch people, and it's hilarious and fun. And I think Thor is way too OP in that game, if I'm being 100% honest, because when you get to play as him, you don't even have to be near him, and you can decimate him. Hmm. I I don't like the multiplayer for that game. It's literally like Fireteam from Halo ODST. Oh, God. But it's not fun. Yeah, I mean, I have not yet played it that much. Like, I do remember the story. I, I popped it in, and I, I loaded a cutscene, or loaded it, and it created a big cutscene of, like, a bunch of stuff. They probably spoiled the crap out of it, but I can't remember. So I'm going to go play that eventually. So there's those games, but that that's a, definitely a newest example of not doing a superhero game very well. Yeah, well, what's funny is, is so they own Crystal Dynamics, I think, don't they? Is that the? Yeah, that's the. They do. So, and they released another game to like little to no, like huge marketing. Like Avengers had a huge marketing campaign. And then they released Guardians of the Galaxy. Ten times better of a game than Avengers was. Oh, yeah. No replay value, but a phenomenal game. Yep. I'm playing that right now, and that's, 
that's gonna that's a fun game i, I do like the music with it and everything oh, yeah. and uh it does have the marvel's Guardians of the galaxy the movies feel to it but it's a different take on it mm-hmm. um it was good and i think it works a lot better than the Marvel's Avengers game did because they were going in most likely thinking, oh, it's a Marvel game. It's Avengers. Avengers is hot right now. People are going to buy it. And then they get it and they go, oh, this is not what we wanted. (laughs) No, no, no. No. Well, because they microtransacted the shit out of it. And that was a big... That's why EA is in hot water. Yeah. they keep doing that. Yeah. EA. We'll have discussions about EA at some point. I know we will. And their microtransactions. It's own genre. Yep. So... Let's let's kind of circle back. We talk about Marvel a lot, but let's talk about DC's games. Okay. So, what the, what's the game that we're playing right now? Uh, okay. So our, our game for the month, we're gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and open up that can of worms. Is gonna be is Gotham Knights. Okay. Um, it came out last year. It had a lot of a bit of fanfare because people were like, "Is this a sequel to the Arkham trilogy?" You know, Batman's Batman's dead. Spoiler: It's already out. If you haven't played it, sorry, so sorry. It, it literally says it in the first like five minutes of the game. Exactly. Like he gets him and Raj, Raish Al Ghul. I'm I'm terrible at pronunciations. Everybody, uh, Raish Al Ghul fight like crazy, and he gets stabbed several times. I mean, yeah. seriously, he's Batman, but he's not like you know God. No. Um, and he actually he shows him dead. So if you haven't seen that spoiler yet, come on. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's there. And so you get to play as four of his protégés. You get to play as Nightwing, Red Hood, Batgirl, and Tim Drake Robin. Just so you know, it's not Damian Wayne. It's Tim Drake. And it, I liked the game. I think it's actually a lot of fun. And we're going to, you know, as we play it throughout the month, we'll get further into it and we'll get more in depth with it and, you know, skill trees and all that jazz. Because it does have all those. It kind of plays like almost like a it plays like spider-man to me like the traversal things like Mm -hmm. that but it's like mixed with destiny because they're skill trees and you can have different weapons because they all carry some form of melee arm which is really funny when you think about red hood because his melee weapon and his range weapon is the same thing and it's handguns (laughs) so you picked who was your character you picked i started with red hood okay so did i and we did not coordinate that well (laughs) i should have picked somebody different But the thing is is we if we play together online we can both be red hood okay it does not make you pick one does he shoot rubber bullets yes they are i don't i don't remember where in the game it's like it it tells you but he's not using real ammunition because i was like this is super brutal if he does because i literally punched somebody into a desk held them down and shot them point blank in the face and still would kill you i think uh, yeah it's a rubber bullet it's i mean they are uh i think if i remember right in the game tim drake helped him design these rounds that are non-lethal but it's like point blank a beanbag will do you in so i mean <laughs> it's non-lethal it's it's totally non-lethal and the guy's dead over there in yeah. the corner um so i picked like i said, I picked red hood as well he moves very clunky in my opinion yeah he's like playing like a tank and like overwatch yeah. is an example like he moves like a tank because he is the tankiest of the characters but he's also the only one that has the best range yeah but he's also the same guy that used to be robin yeah you would think that he'd be a little more you know loosey-goosey you would think i don't know maybe there's an in-game thing to it now i'm a little further i think than you story-wise mm-hmm. but that being said so i've unlocked they have a, a thing in the game called knighthood and it's mm-hmm. basically what it is is it's you becoming your best self to live up to batman's ideals and you get a costume that's themed with it and stuff too as you progress through so there's challenges you do and one of the first things you do when you first unlock it is you get a unique traversal. And so hmm. uh, Batgirl's is a, is a, a glider shaped like her cape, basically. Um, I think Nightwing's is a drone. I don't remember what Robin's is. But Red Hood's, weirdly enough, um, and I think this has to do with comic book stuff. I haven't done a whole lot of research into it to know, but it's called Mystical Leap. And he literally makes these magical platforms and you can just jump all the way across the map as long as you can keep doing it. And there's no, like, stamina or energy that prevents you from doing it. You just jump off a roof, and then you hit R2, and you can just keep doing it. That's weird. But it also ties into these caches that Batman is hidden around that you have to go find. And you, in order to do them, you have to hit these little time markers, mm-hmm. and you have to use their ability to hit them. Okay. Now, so, Batman's he's a prepper. Cause, a doomsday prepper. A doomsday prepper, because he hid things all over the city for, for you to find, because he knew he was going to die in some fashion at some point, mm-hmm. even to the point where he created a video for the characters to watch. 
once he died, he's like, all right, play this video like a weird will. That was interesting. I mean, I like the game. I think it's phenomenal so far. I mean, but it, the the best Batman games for me were the Arkham series. Oh, that's not even a question. Yeah. The Arkham series for sure. I mean, you got to be Batman. Like, not only in the action, you got to be the detective. And you get to scan for clues. And, I mean, I thought, how can I get better than Asylum? And then City came out, and I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, this is... Oof. That was a good one. All right, let's talk about since we're we're talking about Batman and we've gone back to the actual good one of the good series. What about Arkham Knight? Because Arkham Knight, when that came out, that had a lot of controversy to it. Like it didn't run like at well. It's so I bought that game when it came out, and I bought the season pass because I was like, I'm going to be heavily invested in this game. So I have everything ever released for the game, and. It's not a humble brag because honestly, I didn't even finish half the DLC. <laughs> There's so much to do in that game. And the biggest controversy was the Arkham Knight himself. How are you going to make this original character? And I'm going to spoil it because I know if you haven't played it by now, that's your fault, not mine. Yep. We will spoil stuff on the show, just, just so you know. I mean, unless it's a brand new game. Yeah, like, correct. Let's say we're playing Spider-Man 2. Not going to spoil that. No, 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 no. But... It's Arkham Knight is Red Hood. That's the spoiler. Sorry. Yeah, that's and, that's right. I forgot about that. And a lot of people felt jaded because they kept saying he's not any character that's been in anything ever. You know, he's an original character for the game. He's not because everybody's like he's going to be Jason Todd, and they're like, no, he's not. He's not going to be anything. He's not going to be a character you've ever imagined. Mm-hmm. And he's Jason Todd. I mean, yeah. I like the story of the Red Hood. Oh yeah. The the origin story of the Red Hood, if I remember correctly. He was Robin. Mm-hmm. He got beat up so bad from the Joker, correct? Mm-hmm. I saw one of the variations, and they put him in the Lazarus pit to bring he him back, died. right? And he yeah. died. They put him in the Lazarus pit to bring him back, and he came back, and he was just horrible. So the big thing that you – I'm going to touch on it because I'm a comic nerd. <laughs> That's why we're starting this with this is, series. This should make any of you who were comic fans back in the 80s and got to do this, this should make you feel bad. They determined Jason Todd's death based on a fan vote. DC gave fans a number to call, and you had you could say kill him or let him live. What? And the fan, I'm not kidding. The fans voted to kill Jason Todd because nobody liked him. He became Robin because he tried to steal the tires off the Batmobile, and Batman caught him and made All him right. a Robin. And he was a, kind of a turd and a jerk. And yeah. I'm not saying he deserved to die because he was only like. 14 or 15. And the Joker brutalized him. Oh, yeah. He beat him with a crowbar and then blew him and his mom up in a uh, a warehouse. I forget where. And then mm. Batman finds him. And, like, that was... So there used to be a saying, no death is permanent in comics except for three people. And it was Bucky Barnes, mm-hmm. Jason Todd, and Uncle Ben. And the only person not <laughs> alive anymore still is Uncle Ben. Because that would just completely ruin Spider-Man. Would it really, though? I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about that at some point. But the Jason Todd one is is interesting uh, because they bring up, like, in the Arkham game, Arkham Knight, he's, you know, doing all the bad stuff and trying to go after Batman, and Batman has to deal with it, and then actually realizing it's Jason Todd. Doesn't he, like, freak out about that? Yeah, because he didn't know he was... Alive still. Yeah, he didn't know he wasn't dead. And I think... It's been a while since I played Arkham Knight, but I do I love the game. I do want to state that I think Arkham Knight is still a brilliant game. Yeah. But I know people were mad about the traversal. You almost can't go anywhere in our in the city without driving the Batmobile, and that made people mad. Because you can. Yeah. It takes forever. But I think the Batmobile. I think part of the problem was the Batmobile caused a lot of glitches within the system within the game. That's true. It did. But you could also kind of beat anybody in the Batmobile because it was a tank. That's true. You just run them down. Yeah. Or. It had like a minigun. It was it was broken. But, you know, Arkham Knight also had an insane amount of DLC that took forever to do. And I only played two or three of them. And I have them all. I think I got them too, like on the Steam sale at some point. Like, I've got it. I need to, I need to get through it. But what about, okay, so settle this question then with all these games we're playing. Like the Arkham City, uh, Arkham Knight, and uh, Arkham Asylum and whatnot. When you're beating up criminals, are you killing them or just maiming them? So uh, I've seen way too many memes about that. It's like, I'm not going to kill you, 
but I am going to leave you horribly mutilated. Because <laughs> think about it. He literally, there's a takedown Batman does where he like suplexes them head first into the ground. And it's like, you're either dead or you're quadriplegic. And that's not to like be mean to anybody who happens to be one. It's just that I'm not going to, I don't kill people. No, but you horribly maim them, Batman. That's what you do. What's that? Uh, was it, is it college humor that does like a series? And they had a guy that was in Batman. He's like, I just put him to sleep. He's like, no, you killed them. They're sleeping. So I found out that the guy that does that, and I could be wrong, but I've seen a couple things on TikTok. Don't judge me. It's a comedian, uh, Pete Pete Holmes, I think is his name. I'm about I to think find him. does that Batman, but he's like, yeah. And he has that really stupid voice. <laughs> he's like, what? Hope starts with H, stupid. <laughs> when he's talking to Superman, that's what he's talking about. But like, I love those skits. But like, yeah, he's like, I just, I just maimed him. Just, I just put him to sleep. No, you, you killed him. Yep. No, you didn't. Yep. Like, it was like, he started joking about a gun too. Yeah. He's like, that's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, we could joke about it for days. You know, Batman's golden rule: he doesn't kill people. And it's like, no, but you're pretty sure he, he's killed lots of people. I mean. That, I mean, yeah, he may not kill him right then and there, but, you know, let's say a week later, you know, the bones that he's broken on a criminal, you know, gets infected or something and they die you know, or they can't move ever again. Everybody, oh, he's he's a normal human. Yeah, he's a normal human who happens to be a billionaire, but I think all of his villains might actually just have the superpower of they heal insanely fast because, like, one of them is literally just a dude who cuts himself after he kills somebody uh oh is it uh zaz yeah zaz that's a creepy guy too pretty sure batman's broken his arms multiple times and it's like you must have insanely thick bones in your arms by now yeah there's no way you don't i mean yeah oh batman he's a he's a definitely a uh complex superhero or he's crazy i mean he's crazy i think he is crazy he's probably crazy yeah there's a version of batman that exists in comic books where he has a gun, but it's not Bruce Wayne. No, it's, it's not. Dad. I was like, that's his dad. And I like that one. That's from the crisis. No, not the crisis. Uh, Flashpoint. Flashpoint. That's a yeah. good story too. I wish they would do. Okay. So if they ever did a, a flash game, wait, have they ever done a flash game? No, but they have done uh, DC universe online and you can play a flash character because you make your own superhero and you can have the flash's powers. Okay. I don't think that game did very well. But anyways, so if they did a Flash game, if they ever did it, I think they would have to do Flashpoint. Go back in time, deal with all your mistakes, because that's what it is. He goes back in times and messes something up, which creates the alternate universe of the Flashpoint. Yeah, saves his mom from being murdered. Keynotes, guys, don't go back in time and save your mom. Just don't. Yeah, just, you know, don't mess with time. Back to the future, you know, don't mess, don't, don't, yeah. There's literally comics and movies that tell us don't do that. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, so... I would love a Flash game. I'm Okay, so if we're going to talk about games, so Rocksteady, the company that did the Arkham games, yep. minus Origins, so they didn't do Origins, um, you have to talk about their upcoming game, which I don't even know when it's coming out at this point, but Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. That got postponed until next year. And I'm okay with that, because yeah. I want it to be good. Well, you know why they did that, right? Uh, the strikes? No. No, it wasn't strikes. I think it's because of they came out and people found out that the WB executives and the development team put so much heavily in microtransactions and oh. got such a huge negative backlash on it that they had to go back with it. That's the only reason why I can think they did that. Yeah. Why do you need to have them? Arkham Knight didn't have... None of the other previous Rocksteady games have... Microtransactions drive me nuts, not because I think they're inherently evil. It's whenever they do microtransactions that give you a physical leg, leg up in the game. If it's purely cosmetic, that's different. Correct. I don't care if you like Fortnite. I don't like Fortnite. Ugh. But Fortnite does it right, though, because anything you buy is purely cosmetic and for fun. It does not give you leg up in the game. Mm-hmm. It is skill-based. Now, Warzone does them, too. And they're not purely cosmetic, but it's still skill-based. Because you can have a gun that fires 1,000 rounds a second. But if you can't hit anything... That's, that's a skill true. issue. Yep. So. Like me, I can't do that. So th- I think that's what it is, is they they were going to have something to do with microtransactions and involved gameplay and a bunch of other stuff. And they decided maybe we shouldn't do that because I know EA had the same problem. They always had the same problem. And we'll talk about this at some point in links and discussions regarding microtransactions. But EA did that with Dead Space Remake. They had some microtransactions in there. People got hated that. 
Okay, okay. Destiny 2's got them all over the freaking place. See, I only played Destiny 2 when it first came out as a free game. Beat it in literally a weekend. Yep, it's very short. It the is. first campaign's very short. But they've got that. Okay. Um, what other ones got them? Spider-Man didn't have it. Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, yes. And Battlefront 2, I think. Battlefront yeah. 2 had the Battlefront same thing. Battlefront 1 was worse, though. Uh, Battlefront 2, though, I thought you could purchase like all those power-ups and stuff like that to let power level your way through and get those heroes like Vader and whatnot. I have no idea. I, Battlefront 1 made me so violently angry that I didn't even pick up Battlefront 2 because like, <laughs> this is bad. Like The gameplay isn't bad. It's the fact that I'm playing against guys who have all this money in the world, it feels like, and are just buying all this stuff to 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 be better or to have you know and if it's buying because you want to have fun and have all the stuff it's i guess different but at the same time like i don't have you know three hundred dollars as an example to spend on all this you know kind of bullshit that i don't want to deal with like correct i mean i microtransactions i think in and of themselves aren't inherently evil when they're used right but the fact that they're in everything i can't or battle passes i'm so tired yep. of battle passes i i just launched um Battlefield 2042. Mm-hmm. It did. I don't think it had battle passes when it first came out. It's got them now. Of course it does. Destiny's got it. Battlefield's got it. Diablo 4. Diablo 4. Oh, that's a... I don't want to get into that. <laughs> that's... Okay, because that topic, like, it, it's bad uh, with those battle passes. And that's the thing. The battle passes ruin the point. Like, I get it's to keep you playing. And Warzone, in my mind, did that right because you could earn enough COD points to buy the next one. So you, once you bought it once and you played it enough, you didn't have to buy, spend any more money. You could go complete through it, but you had to complete the battle pass. Which is correct, except in Diablo 4. I I haven't played Diablo 4. I've heard the game itself is phenomenal, but the battle passes are an issue. That's because the battle passes, there's not enough in the battle pass to purchase a new battle pass. That's... Stupid. I think that's what it is. And they basically just, when you do these battle passes incorrectly, that's what happens is, is that we could talk about that for hours as well, but we'll get into that at some point. But okay. Let's circle back to superhero, superhero stuff before we get too deep into that. Um, okay. So what makes a superhero game? Like, does it have to be comics? Does it have to be something from like, you know, comic books. So the argument there, yeah, is a lot of people is it faithful to comic books? Is it if it's a movie adaptation? Is it faithful to the movie? I don't think it has to be. I think it has to have a good story. So take Spider Man. There's liberties there with a lot of the characters, but the game is so well done, and the gameplay is so polished, and the story is so good, and you feel for the characters that it doesn't matter that it's not completely faithful to the point that Sony threw Spider Man PS4 into the uh, animated Spider-Man movies. Yep. He's in them because he's that fully realized of a character. He was a good character. That was a good fleshed out version of Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Exactly. You so. cared about him. You got to play as him and it you did some of the mundane stuff he does as Spider-Man and like I said the web swinging was phenomenal. It's I don't think it necessarily matters. Now that depends though cuz like let's say you're doing a game based on Flashpoint, you have to hit the major points of Flashpoint. If you don't, the game is going to suffer. Correct. Or if you don't do the gameplay well enough, it's going to suffer. But that is just a thing with all video games. Yep. But like, okay, so I'm going to use one. It's not comic book based, but I'm going to talk about it because I consider them superheroes and that's the Ninja Turtles. The they Ninja are. Turtle games, I think they're superheroes. And they have I, comic. I, yeah, they do, but that doesn't mean they're superheroes. But I do think they're superheroes. What makes them not super? The fact that, you know, they're not humans. They're also turtles from the sewers that was raised by a rat. That's and found true, true. And, but they have crossed over in the comic books with the Power Rangers twice now. And Mortal Kombat. And I forgot about that. And Injustice. They were in the Injustice too. Were they in Mortal Kombat? No, it was Injustice too. That's right. That's right. Uh, but the big thing with the Ninja Turtles games, they had this period where they were phenomenal in the in the eighties, late eighties, early nineties, like during Turtle Mania, and you had the NES games, you had the arcade games. Turtles in Time is still my favorite arcade. That's game. one of Who the best Turtle games. That's ever. one of the best games ever, though. That's true. Can you beat it in, like, an hour and a half if you're really good at it? Yep. Yes. Are you going to sit and replay it? Yes. True. But what makes a good Turtles game is less... I mean, it's the story, and it is the gameplay, but it's having fun, and the co-op has to be right. Yep. You can't have a Turtles game and not have some sort of co-op. There's four of them. 
and the argument will forever be which turtle is the best, which one are you going to be? I'm a Donnie main. No, just no ifs, ands, or buts. I'm a Wrath guy. I like the rage. The rage is useful. It and is. So, okay, so in your mind, what makes a good uh, turtles game? Okay, so the the co-op like you hit on that's that's key. Um, in any superhero game, really, is the co-op really puts it into it. But the story, it's got to have the right elements to the story of it. Don't go too crazy and far off of the source material. Like, you have to have an April. Mm-hmm. You have to have a Splinter. You have to have a Shredder in some fashion, Krang. Um, you have to have all those main points to it, and then you can add to more originality. Uh, but don't go too far off. Don't. This is going to probably get some heat for it. Don't turn the turtles into something else because you want to hit some diversity of some sort. Like, don't turn the turtles into females. Now, I'll hit that here in a second. I, I do have I have a gripe about the, the hero game that are coming out now. But sticking to an already created medium of, of characters is important. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said... There needs to be more superhero games that are coming out that are female-led. There needs to be more that are different as opposed to the, the, the holy trinity of original ones. Batman, Captain America, Iron Man, Spider-Man, all those original ones. Like we need there's you know this better than anybody, or than I know of. How many characters, superheroes are there in DC and in Marvel? I wouldn't even be able to give you an actual number because there's so many that are obscure or existed for all of a few months or something like that. How, I mean, how many female ones? Far less than there are male. Okay, I mean, but but that's the point though. There are female ones in there. There's also different. Um, there are, you know, Black Panther's getting a lot of the recognition that 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 character is getting in um, that they deserve. Um, R.I.P. Chad Bozeman. Um, but the group. Yep, they. They could do more stuff with with Siri with uh, from that the Wakandas. They could do more with Captain Marvel. I don't like Captain Marvel, Brie Larson's Captain Marvel, but I like Captain Marvel origin uh, the comics. I think the issue with Captain Marvel, Brie Larson, is less about Brie Larson and more about the script. Because like, okay, good point. I've seen her in other movies, and she's very lifelike, very animated, and I. Th- think either she it could be she didn't know how to play the character or the way carol danvers was written was kind of a stick in the mud because ah okay when you watch her in like the avengers movies that she's in she's pretty animated she's better i get that much better than she was in captain marvel and but so okay so female it's a suicide squad kill the justice league one of the characters is harley quinn yep who most people recognize harley quinn Thanks to Margot Robbie's version of that character. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All the hot topic girls dressed in Halloween costumes of Marley Quinn or Harley Quinn. You know, yeah. That's what it is. Um, but there's other female characters that they can use. I think a Captain Marvel game could be fun. What about Squirrel Girl? <laughs> I love Squirrel Girl. <laughs> Do you know if they make a movie who that person should be that plays that character? Uh oh. What is her name? I know you know it. I know. I know it too. It, oh my god what is her name her name is Anna Anna not Anna Anna Kendrick Kendrick yeah Anna Kendrick could be Squirrel Girl yep I, I think that's Allison what it Bree, is and I was like no no <laughs> Allison Kendrick only because she has that that type of charisma that that character does have you have Squirrel Girl uh, Spider Gwen you have dude a game with Spider Gwen would be dope then I think so I think they need to bring that in there mm-hmm. um there's there's other ones too. Supergirl has one, uh, or they could have one. Um, now you could play as her in Injustice. I will say Injustice Two actually had a pretty good diverse cast of characters in regards to like male versus female, um, species versus species as well. Weirdly enough, because you could play uh, the turtles for a big thing. You could play as uh, oh Harley was a character. There's a bunch of them. By the way, Harley Quinn's not a superhero or supervillain. She's just a villain. She's yeah. just a crazed mental I think patient. She's more of an anti-hero. I think she's actually a member of the Bat family now. Oh, that's but, crazy. I mean, you know, it is what it is. That being said, but yeah, I mean, she's not really ever been a supervillain of her own. She's just she's crazy, crazy because of the Joker. But like, yeah, I think you have strong female characters in games already. But why can't you have that female-led superhero game? I think Captain Marvel's the one that I'm going to come back to just because. She's OP for all the right reasons. Like, but does have weaknesses. There okay. are weaknesses to it. She's not Superman. No, she's not. And that's and 
our brother, my brother and your brother-in-law have made yeah. comments about the reason why he cannot get behind Superman is because Superman is too perfect mm-hmm. and there's no flaws to him. That's And I agree to that. To an extent, he's too perfect until you get to when he flips. Oh, an injustice? Injustice. Yes. So the best evil Superman ever. And I think that they should do something like that of a game kind of like if you throw in the same mentality or same design as the Spider-Man games mm-hmm. and the same storylines and, and not the, same, the same attention to detail of the stories, but have the superheroes of Batman, Supergirl, all of those characters trying to fight uh, the bad Superman or bring him back. Yeah. But having that as a story versus what they did with the Justice. Well, I think kill the justice league the reason they're going after him is because they're villains or they're bad like i watched one of the trailers and superman like lands in front of him. he's hovering in front of him and his eyes turn red like he's oh. going to use heat vision but i don't think that they're inherently evil because they want to be evil now injustice superman became evil but correct it works on every level and i think having like an evil superman could be fun but i do agree with your brother, my brother-in-law, that Superman is too inherently perfect. Like, not that he doesn't have weaknesses or flaws, but he's so... My joke with Superman is his power is everything. Yep. If there's a power, he can do it, almost. Because, like, the dude breathes frozen air, has heat vision. He can fly into the sun and gain exponentially stronger powers. Like, it's ridiculous. But who takes him out? Batman. Because... Batman has that magical green stone. And he's smarter. True. So, but that's the thing though, is, is you've got too much of a character that's too, too powerful and you can't do a movie and you can't do a game with that. So that's why I don't think there'll ever be a Superman game that's gonna ever going to work. I don't know, because 64 was so bad, Superman 64. <laughs> but I think the problem is, is I think he flew the whole time. And yep. it's, Superman doesn't always fly. He can walk. He has legs. <laughs> well, they could do Super. Okay, I don't think they ever could. But if they did, WB Games, if you're listening to this new podcast that came out, um, take it so that Superman loses all of his powers, has to regain them. And to an extent, but doesn't gain them all. You only get a finite amount of the number of your deal and have to go do some fight some villain. Technically, when he leaves the, the atmosphere of a yellow sun, like he leaves a solar system powered by one, he does lose it. His powers do run out. But what if, he's, if it's here? So what if it's he has shards of kryptonite in him and as you work through the game, you work the shards out some way, shape, or form, like... Or Batman he, has to pull him out. Yeah, or, yeah. so as he loses a shard of kryptonite, he can gain a power back. And if, so by the end of the game, yeah, he's fully OP Superman, but you have earned it. Well, that might work. I mean, because then you can have that post-game thing where, like, not a hard mode necessarily, but like a post-game thing where, like, you can have all these extra side missions where now that you're OP, it's go take down this group of villains that you couldn't have beat before because, like, Metallo, for example, the robot guy whose heart's kryptonite. You know, you can go beat Natalo now because you are fully OP. You don't have kryptonite lodged in your body anywhere. Yes, his heart's kryptonite, but that still gives you that challenge. Could it be so that as you're gaining those powers, you like go work with different superheroes like Batman? You learn how to think critically and, and to you know be stealthy and do all these things. Yeah, that's true. And then true. you go work with the Flash to gain his speed and how to do all those things. Yeah, that's an idea. I like that. I think that could work for Superman. I mean, that's really the only way that I think it could work. Yeah, because I know there were rumors that Rocksteady was going to do a Superman game where people were wanting them to. And I think they transitioned to how they did with where they're at with this Suicide Squad game because it's like, yeah, super, we don't want to touch Superman. He's too OP. I mean, I think I don't want Rocksteady to get overloaded with only doing superhero games either. Yes. Yeah. Those are their main games that I know they've done, but I think that Rocksteady could kill it with like a Flash game or um, one I would personally love to see, and that's just because I really like him. Um, well, I guess it's more them, but I like Black Lightning. Okay. Black, Black Lightning, is is he the guy that, um, I know they did a CW show about him. Mm-hmm. He's the, was he a principal? And he yeah, gained he's powers. A, he's a teacher, and okay. then he becomes a principal, and he has electrical powers. But in the, in the show, and this is why I think Rock said he could do this and why it could work, his powers do eventually hurt him if he overloads them. He can overload his body, and he has to take like an ice bath to okay recharge and cool himself off. 
so the idea there is, is you can unlock new ways he can use his powers. So like he can hover and things like that. And you can unlock those abilities for him as you play. And he always has his like base where he can shoot electricity. And, but the big thing that you can do is like, if you overload, you have a recharge time, you're injured. But let's say you are near a body of water and you jump in, it'll speed up your recharge time. That okay. doesn't mean you're going to just automatically not be attacked. Like I like those games. Like, uh, I know Diablo does it where if you pause, you're paused because you're in a menu, but you're not actually paused in the game. Okay, you can still get hit. Hit pretty hard. It forces you to really work quickly and things like that. And I think that's a brilliant idea. Okay. I think Black Lightning could work. I think, um, and that's, again, because I'm a Black Lightning fan. But I, th- I think, uh, uh, oh, looking at my wall, Shazam. Shazam could be fun. They Shazam, could. Shazam is a kid. Correct, but they could do that as long as there's a timer exactly. on the Shazam powers. That's true. So, or have sections where you have to play as Billy. Yeah. Well, they did that with Spider-Man. Um, the, the the most recent one is they made you play as Mary Jane. You mm-hmm. had to go through and do some other things with her. Uh, people really didn't like her, to be honest. I thought her part was good, but I liked it. Yeah. So, there's a lot of great Marvel games, but there's not really that many great DC games, and we kind of touched on that a little bit too with with the ideas would be to create a new, you know, section of game uh, superhero games through DC. Because Marvel's got the movies down. Well, they did. I don't really know if they have it now anymore. But you've got the Marvel Avengers game. You have the Spider-Man games, Wolverine, uh, Black Panther's coming, the new Iron Man's supposed to be coming, the Guardians of the Galaxy one. But there's not really any DC games. Like, you had the Injustice. They're all... Batman based really. correct and that's where they need to branch out if they're yeah. going to you know they've, they've tried to make movies they tried they're still trying they're, they're still trying every step of the way but if they really want to hit the, the gaming side of it they need to focus out past Batman they need to pass they need to think of ways to do good story driven superhero games like they did with Arkham series yeah. Okay, so if we're going to talk DC since they own it now. Yep. Watchmen. Watchmen could be one of the coolest games ever. They could yes, but Doctor Manhattan though is a the very is overpowered. You get to play as Doctor Manhattan. Okay, good. If they work it like Guardians of the Galaxy because there's big chunks of Watchmen where you are I think they did actually have a game for Watchmen if I remember right. I don't remember really playing cuz it was like episodic or episodic like it was like Part one and two, because you can play as Night Owl. Okay. And one of them, and I don't remember Silk Spectre, maybe. So, or Rorschach. Night Owl is Batman. Yes. Doctor Manhattan. Manhattan is Superman. Or God, depending or, on what you believe. Yeah, you whichever one. Um, who's the girl? Oh, Silk Spectre. Silk Spectre. She is. Uh. Who'd you compare her to? She's more like Black Widow. Okay. Um, and then you have Rorschach. Oh, who he's is crazy and awesome. Yeah, that's the best way to describe him. And then you have, so it's uh, Night Owl, Rorschach, Silk Spectre. Who's the happy guy? Uh, the comedian. Comedian. He's Punisher. Basically yeah. a patriotic Punisher, yeah. yeah. And So, I mean, the thing is, is I do know that there were Watchmen games that were released. I don't remember ever playing them or if even they were good. But I think a game done Arkham style, but it's Watchmen could be phenomenal because if you incorporate the idea like guardians does where so in guardians of the galaxy you only get to actually play star lord and you use uh-huh. the other members of the team yep to to as like kind of like an rts because you send them out to do stuff like they're on screen mm-hmm. with you but you tell them what to go do correct if you do that with dr manhattan like he's only like an assist character because he is the only one with actual superpowers and he basically is god yep and you know he so if you ever got to play as him, nobody would play as anybody else. Correct. Doctor Manhattan. There'd be no literally point to go it. like snap his fingers and disintegrate you. You know. So what if yeah. there's a mode after you play the game where you could do that? Yeah, I think that's fine. You guys earn it though. You can't. You know, <laughs> the game would be five minutes long. Exactly. There'll be people who will cheat and make yeah. him be playable from the get go, but that ruins the fun of the game. But like, as long as it's only a single player though, if that's a single player, that's on them then at that point. Yeah. It has nothing true. to do with multiplayer or doing that like online or anything. And I think Watchmen shouldn't be multiplayer. I think honestly having it be like guardians where it's single player, <laughs> I think that would actually work well for Watchmen. But you know, we, 
Well, I guess they don't need Alan Moore's blessing anymore because he kind of hates everything with DC. So, but what if they did? What if they did just all straight up single player games, no multiplayer fashion? Unlike Suicide Squad, where they're going to have a multi like lobby where you have to be online all the time, just a straight up. That's another thing, by the way, the Suicide oh, Squad. I didn't see that. I think it has to be online all the time. Yeah, so when they do that, but then if you go back to the Arkham Asylum games, the Spider-Man games, where they're all single-player, mm-hmm. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy single-player, story-driven games, they could work like that. And That's yeah. the only way that you could do a superhero game. I mean, the certain... So, like, Gotham Knights has that online thing. And the thing is, is you can turn it off, though. Like, yeah. So, in my playthrough, I have it turned off right now just because I didn't want anybody dropping in on my game. Not that they can, like, hunt you down and kill you or anything like that, but, like... I don't want to experience some of the stuff on my own, but like, let's say we want to get together. Yeah, we're we're going to at some point, and that's that's fine. That's different. Like, that's not me, you know, dropping in on your game and ruining it for you, or like going off and like ruining something you're trying to do. Yeah. So I, I like that you can turn it off, and then it is fully single player. Like when I'm playing right now, I don't get notifications from other people. Hey, I'm online or anything like that. Like, I get to play the game how I want to play it, and then the fact that you can switch out between any of the characters as long as you're at the Belfry. And so I like that. I like the setup of the game. I know it didn't get the greatest reviews, but it's, I think it's a lot of fun. I can't remember why I got bad reviews though. I can't remember. Uh, We'll get into that when yeah, we do the review. Because that'll be something we're going to do. Yeah, we'll do a review on, on Gotham Knights in, in full details on what we think and whatnot. But so we, we covered a lot when it comes to superhero games and our experiences and what we you know like about it, what we, our wishes are. Um, I think I think we're at a good point to stop for the night. What do you think? What, well, what else do you want to hit on? The last thing I was going to hit on, and I'll do it really quickly, no, you're is good. the Power Rangers games because you talked about them. <laughs> yes, okay, those, all right, all right. So the Power Rangers is a hard one because they are a team. They're always a team. So you can't have a game where you're only one of them all the time. Though if we're being honest and you had to pick from the original Power Rangers, everybody's the green or white ranger. That's just how it is. Big rip Jason David Frank. Yep. Um, I can't wait to see his movie. Oh yeah. It's coming out. What is it? The the White Legend of the White Dragon. Yeah, that trailer looked pretty good. Yeah. But um, you know, the idea with that, I would love to see, and I know either they released one or they're working on one for PlayStation that's like a a a sixteen bit like side scrolling game. Okay. And like the Turtles? Yeah. Okay. Like Shredder's Revenge, which is beautiful game. Beautiful game. Anyways. I'm an art teacher in case I didn't say that. So like digital arts, big thing for me anyways. But the idea where like you could pick one of the members and then you can swap out between them or like having it to where only certain Rangers can do this certain thing. Like it's like maybe a side quest that deals with that character. I want to see something like that. I know they did battle of the grid or battle for the grid, which is like a fighting game. Yeah. That was kind of like, that was not, that's not that great. No, really cool to see that many different Rangers loved that. And then the fact that they threw in street fighter and made Ryu and Chun Li power Rangers was hilariously cool. But like, <laughs> I forgot about that. I want to see more with that series. And I wanted to touch on that real quick, just because, that's one of those things for me as a kid. I mean, and I, you had said that too, that like we remember playing those games and I remember playing some of the older ones and then being a lot of fun. And then there was just kind of nothing for a long time. And then they came back with this battle for the grid and it's, it's a, it's not a bad looking game, but it's not what it should be. It's not what it should be. I don't think battle for the grid and think I'm a fighting game. Well, okay. So you bring up a good point with that. I think what it is, is I'm staring at the Power Rangers poster that's there in front of me. I, I think what those developers and those companies think like, Oh, they're a fighting group of, of people. We should make a fighting game. No, maybe you shouldn't <laughs> like go get like, we're, who's, who's got another idea. Like there should be a story behind the Power Rangers of like dealing with, their you know secret that they have to keep and you know, fighting all these things and you know still going to school or whatever so okay so they're doing a comic book upcoming that i'm gonna start reading called ranger academy and that is what it's based around an academy that makes power rangers but they're not that goes against this the original tv show there was it, nothing they just zordon plucked these kids out of nowhere exactly but if when you think about it why couldn't there be that's true. Why couldn't we have an academy that trains students to eventually either become a Power Ranger or maybe an assist to them, something like that? A video game like that, phenomenal. 
I've also had seen ones in a, a group, I think it was on Facebook. I'm not going to claim credit for it because I know it's not my original idea. But I, And I forget who to credit it to. So whoever it was, thank you for the idea because it's brilliant. I just want to support you there. You get to make your own ranger and you get to assemble your suit from all the different ranger parts, like all the different costumes. Uh huh. And the idea is it's, uh, I think it was like a post apocalyptic, like something has happened and wiped out the grid, but you managed to get a hold of a morpher and you have to help reassemble. Um, I don't remember what the original poster, I think it was the Mighty Morphin team, but you, you have to assemble a new team of rangers to defeat, uh, I think it was Dark Spectre. Um, which ended up being like the big bad from the original 90s stuff. But the idea of getting to make your own custom ranger based on using all the different suits and things like that seems super cool to me. And I would love to do that. Hmm. And I know Power Rangers isn't for everybody. And I know that I'm way too old to really be a fan still. But at the same time, it's like, what's cooler than getting to wear a colored spandex suit, get superpowers and drive a giant robot? Not just any robot, a dinosaur robot. True. <laughs> okay, okay. I but can get behind that. I think, you know, I think now we've covered all the kind of superhero yeah. games. So I think really my last question for you, Rich, is what's your favorite superhero game and what's your least favorite? Okay. So my most favorite superhero game has to be the Marvel Spider-Man. The, the most recent, the one. The reason why is because they did Peter's story really well. They didn't go back to what they normally do of let's tell how he became Spider-Man. Let's do all this other stuff. No, it plopped it down like he's been Spider-Man for a while. He knows his stuff. And like him dealing with Dr. Ock, um, how that story played out and his friend Harry and like you learn all that stuff. I like that. That's that's a, That was a superhero game done very well. My least favorite superhero game. I'm trying to think really hard on what that would be. The Injustice games were good. Okay, Mortal Kombat versus DC. <laughs> that was a bad Oh, bad. so horrible. Because they made it rated T, and I don't have anything against rated T games, except it's Mortal Kombat. Correct. The whole game is built around being as gory and brutal as yeah. possible. What's better than seeing Superman rip Scorpion from his spine? Or, or Scorpion doing the same thing? Well, no, technically Superman would be, he'd be weak because there's magic involved. Right, he is weak to magic, but that would also make sense in the sense of that gives Scorpion an even fighting ground. That being Correct. said, Superman still has super strength and could tear his arms off and beat him to death. With. But that would be fun to see. I would love that. I would yeah, everything about that. That was a that was a terribly done game. Like the I, story, I can yeah. barely remember the story, but I knew that it was like as I was playing it, I'm like, this is kind of stupid. Oh yeah, because the villain was like a fusion of Dark Side and Shao Kahn or something. Yeah, yeah, that game was bad. Okay. What about for you then? Okay, so my favorite superhero game currently, yep, I think of all time, it's gonna probably be that PS One Spider Man game, just because it's so fun. I don't have any bad memories of that game, like <laughs> at all. Most well done superhero game, PS Four Spider Man. Not even a question about that. Least favorite superhero game. I have to give it. I think I have to give it to. Uh, Oh, what was that game? You're thinking really hard. I am this. thinking really hard. Okay, so what is, what's what's the premise of it? It's a turtles game. Okay. I think it's like it was like a an Xbox Live Arcade Turtles game. It wasn't Turtles in Time because that game is pure gold. It was. It has. I remember the the cover art for the game is them like a red background. It's like mutants in Manhattan or. It was like an Xbox 360 game. Oh, it was God. Just not good. I think I remember what you're talking about. We may have to like circle back to that on the next week's episode and we can find out what it is. Like, I'll find it and see what it is. I, that game was horrible. And yes, there have been a ton of terrible Power Rangers games too, but I oh, think yeah. that was probably my least favorite. Do you remember the Power Rangers, the Power Rangers movie game? That was terrible. Power Rangers. Oh, they did, yeah, yeah. They had one. Yeah, that game was that game was awful. Okay. All right, so I think we've we've covered a lot. Now there are a lot of other superhero games out there. Like there's a lot of them. Oh yeah. And then we're not talking about Spawn with some of those too. Oh yeah, because he was in uh, Soul Calibur. Correct. You know, Spawn had some games. Um, you have there's just all different offshoots of different superhero games. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. 
Okay, that game is good though. Yeah, but that that's considered a superhero game because Scott Pilgrim has abilities. That's true. I think that would be put into a genre of superheroes. And see, that game was one of those games that fits into that side scroller beat 'em up like the Ninja Turtles games, and Correct. that game was a lot of fun. It's also very hard. Yep. <laughs> but those have different superhero ones too. So we've talked about those. We talked about you know different our, our likes and our experiences with that. So. Next week, everybody, what we're going to talk about is we're going to just do we're going to do a news episode strictly on superhero genre. So we're going to talk probably about the upcoming Suicide Squad game, uh, any Batman news that we may have, uh, Wolverine. Wolverine potentially with the new, and also the Iron Man. Um, I want to kind of go back and look at the Marvel's Avengers game a little bit. I want to see like what news was with that in the most recent. Yeah, where that went wrong. Um, then. I don't think I told you this, but I think what we're going to do is we're going to announce our next month's game or next month's genre. Okay. And then you're going to pick two games. I'm going to pick two games. Then we're going to vote. We're going to, we're going to let the viewer listeners vote Okay. on what it's going to be. Okay. So I think that's the best way to do it. So we know we're going to play games, uh, but we have control of the games. Yeah. I mean, I know for sure October, <laughs> we all know oh, October's going to be, but yeah. we're not worried about that yet. Yeah. So. Oh, dude, those horror games are going to be fun. Like, I have some ideas on those. Oh, I got some ideas. Yeah. So, I'm hoping we don't pick the same no. game. So what's going to happen is I'll end up tweeting those out or Xing them out or whatever the hell it's called now. Um, next week. Yeah, after it now? It's not tweeting anymore. Is it Xing? Because that seems terrible. Xing sounds like you're going to murder somebody. Yeah. So next week what we'll do is I'll tweet those out to everybody and we'll, we'll go from there. And then uh, week three of the series of... of um, this i can't remember what did we talk about we were gonna do for week three i don't remember i think week three was like a progress check on the oh, game okay yep like where we're at how we're feeling about it and i know week, week four is the review week four is the review and then the the that's probably when we'll review the winners of uh whatever the next month's game is and all okay. that and we'll kind of probably do like a quick we'll end on like a quick intro on the next genre i think yeah like yeah. Keep it short and sweet. Uh, just so you guys know, like when the, we pick these games, they're going to be games that are easily accessible to us. Uh, we're not going to be looking for you know PS One games that are hard to freaking find or Nintendo games or anything like that. And I'm pretty sure we're not trying to do emulation. Nope. Um, I so I know that's not going to happen, which helps us with like Nintendo putting so many things on Switch, which has just been great. Yep. So, <laughs> and I'm enjoying the, sh- the, the absolute shit on my steam deck. So I'm getting a lot of games on that thing. So yeah, he keeps get- making me jealous when he talks about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay guys, uh, let's do one last plug. Uh, we're going to talk uh, real quick and then we'll end the show. Um, we currently do not have any, um, outro music at the moment or intro music, but we're working on that. So pretend there's a superhero theme playing in the background. Um, whatever so, that might be. Yeah. Whatever that might be. Um, Cody, where can they find you at? Uh, again, you can find me on Instagram. I am also on Facebook and Threads. Instagram, my handle is Waka Flocka. Uh, threads, it's the same since it uses Instagram's database. Um, I am more active on Instagram than anything else, to be honest. I am on Facebook as Cody Walker. That's my name. I don't know why that was different. But um, and then Twitter, it's I think it's Waka Flocka Flame, actually, is my name on Twitter. Somehow I managed to swipe that. So um, I could be wrong. I will uh, correct that next week after I do some research in that. Um, nice. And then where they, where can they find you, Rich? Uh, they can find me at hailblue1569. That's literally how it's spelled, hailblue1569. You can also find the show at Two Guys and Beard. That's a great way to look that. Um, there are ways to support the show that we are currently working on. Um, there's Patreon. But as of now, like I said, this is just for fun, guys. So we may have some Patreon benefits at some point. But right now, it's just strictly just us hanging out talking about new games so until next time guys we'll talk to you later later